everyone. Good evening. Hola. 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 Me amo. Uh, Charles. That's Charles. I'm Chelsea. Hi, this is Beyond the Bell. I feel like we're just like too just over everything to actually say beyond the well. Uh, beyond the well. I guess we're too beyond everything. Beyond the well. Beyond... <laughs> That's the I, next I... ring movie. Beyond the well. <laughs> yeah, I I don't I don't even know what like is going on with that. I'm just sleepy. I'm like haven't had much of an I I only had a little bit of a nap today, like two hours. Mm-hmm. Yes. And anyone in Everybody knows that uh, Charles D. Lincoln goes to bed at, like, 8 in the morning normally. Yes. Um, But I didn't. I was awake because there were things to do. And so I've been, like, awake for a good 18, 19 hours now. Yeah, that's a lot. And I only got, like, a little bit of a nap. And so I'm a little bit sleepy right yes. now. And I, I worked since I got up at 4.30 and worked at started working at six so we're we're really happy to be here it's yes. it's it's much more than 12 hours later than that <laughs> yes we're we are we are gifting you with our opinions on uh the, on, on women's wrestling yes um for the second day should, in a row uh, <laughs> yes you should appreciate this of what we've done well it's still remember though we did fucking what was it four days was mm-hmm. it I don't even remember how long WrestleMania and TakeOver were. It could be, it feels like it was a week, but... It was a whole week, and I think we did, Yeah, like yeah, oh, no, though. No, it was four days, because I remember we said it was 12 hours of wrestling we covered. That's crazy. Yeah, so, uh, here we are. We're covering uh, the two pay-per-views that happened last week, um, and, and then next week we have another pay-per-view. Really? What <laughs> pay-per-view is it? Hell in a Cell. That's fun. Yeah, um, that one they've announced. That's uh, that's the one that's going to determine whether we watch Raw or not, because that one has Rhea versus Charlotte. Um, they also are putting in Alexa Bliss versus uh Shayna Baszler. Fun. And uh, Bailey versus Bianca. Okay, I'm actually really excited for this now. <laughs> yeah. So, but we're here to talk about this past week's two pay-per-view specials. First was Impact Against All Odds, and then the next day was NXT TakeOver In Your House. I, I kept writing In Your Home to make it more personal. Well, and that's creepy. When the, that's when, well, I don't imagine it's creepy. I just imagine that's like, you know, like a lot of people dressed like Quakers yes. are wrestling. Yes. So, is there something interesting going on off camera? I'm checking or... to make sure if my mouse is still alive. Yeah, he's okay. Okay, he was so just Chelsea staring you... at me, and I was like, "Ian, are you breathing? What's going on?" He's like, "Yeah, I just have so much hatred for you, brother." <laughs> uh, okay, that's an odd conversation with the mouse, but um, <laughs> yes, I can feel it. His red beady what? little eyes. He's so cute, though. Why? Why does he have hatred for you? He's just an evil little fucker. I still love him, but he was trying to eat my other mouse, so I had to separate them. And every time I try and like clean his cage, he's like, "Fuck you, mom!" And, like jumps. He can jump like four feet in the air, and it once took me like three hours to catch him when he got loose in the apartment. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's Lord. a little fucker. I can't wait for you to meet him. In fairness, in fairness, most mice will eat other mice uh, if given the uh, option. Well, male mice do, but I got them. I rescued them together. 
I, um, because they they were snuggled up all cute next to each other Aww. asleep, and then as soon as they got here, Ian just started eating Mickey's ass, literally. <laughs> ah, well then we know that he is not Batman. Because <laughs> uh, yes, that means yeah. I, I'll, yeah, some people may be unaware of this because uh, you know what we're all adults here. Um. So the makers of the Harley Quinn cartoon talked about how they had a scene where Batman uh, was going down on Catwoman. And they were told they can't have that because heroes don't do that. I just, I, I had to look it up. So like Charles posted it on social media and then I was like, is he just making this up? And I was like, nope, it's actually a thing. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking horrible. So you. So I love the little meme I posted about yeah. uh, with Batman. Yeah. <laughs> saying, I know where every nerve cluster on a man is, um, you know, and, and Catwoman like, and on a woman's body too. And Batman's just quiet. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and on a woman's body too. That's yeah. so funny. The other, the, well, the other thing, you see the response I made to Casey where um, I talked about how, you know, you know who would definitely go down? Steve Rogers. He would, you're right. Steve Rogers, yeah, because Steve Rogers is like a good giving dude. <laughs> and there's that pit, and I posted the, the uh, gif of him saying, of, and I love that they did a, 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 an angle of him where like the camera is looking down at him. Yes. <laughs> and it's him looking up and going, I could do this all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. Yep, so yep. Wholesome. So uh, that's so that was beyond why, the bell, everyone. I was gonna say there's nothing wholesome about the discussion of which superheroes, um, you know, engage in oral uh, activities. I love that it started with like my evil mouse and got into this. <laughs> it really did. You're the you started it by saying your mouse your your mouse eats ass. He he does though. It's disgusting. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, we don't all, we're not all Puritans like you, Chelsea. Yes. But... Once again, I've done something <laughs> insulting. <laughs> I'm just going to do this every episode, like, just make it so that, like, I'm somehow, like, like, five years down the line, the public's going to, like, go back and re-listen to all of these and be like, why were we ever her fan? Like, she's a horrible person. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, man. So, speaking of horrible people. Let's start with um, Impact Against All Odds. <laughs> and, uh... and yeah, so I just want to say that I didn't particularly care very much for this pay-per-view. But <laughs> that's probably just because NXT is amazing. <laughs> well, also, also th- like, this is not like, like, we know Slammiversary will probably be really good. Mm-hmm. But this is, Impact does about four real pay-per-views a year. And then, like, ten stealth pay-per-views. Stealth pay-per-views? This is what I like. That's, this is what I call it, where it just feels like Scott Demore just pops out from behind an, a corner. And you're walking down, it's like, a pay-per-view this Saturday! Yeah, like, they're told the day of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like we are. So, yeah, so, uh, we start with Deanna Perrazzo, uh, Kimberly, and Susan being interviewed. Yes, and they're, like... They're talking about how the odds are in a whoo dog fart. Um, <laughs> I don't believe they said that, Chelsea. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so they're talking about how the odds are in all three of their favors and, um, and how Susan wants to get rid of the freak Rosemary and or how. No, Deanna said that. I don't know. Somebody said some shit and I didn't I didn't care very much. <laughs> 
That's what happened. I'm, I, I really feel the Susan character is way past its expiration date. Well, I keep, like, I, I keep hoping that, like, Deanna and Kimberly just get so, keep getting so frustrated and rolling their eyes at Susan that Susan just gets so mad and becomes too young again and yeah. tries to kill them. Yeah, because, like, I love her as Sue Young. I even loved her as Susie. Yeah, me too. But, like, the Susan character, just, I feel, it's, it's, it doesn't add anything to the show. Well, it was, like, it was really funny for a couple of weeks. Yeah. But that was so many moons ago. Yeah, like, I can't say Impact has gotten bad, but I can definitely say Impact is starting to get stale. Starting, well, no, they've been getting stale for a couple of months. Yeah. Which is bad. I think, honestly, I think it's that they, like, they lost a, uh, I really think losing, um, Taya, a.k.a. Frankie, uh, was a big blow to them. Right. Because a lot of the show revolved around her. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even put that together until this moment, but you're absolutely right. And I love how now NXT kind of revolves around her. That's amazing. Or she re- yeah. she makes it revolve around her. Well, yeah, she's like the sun, you know? Like, all the planets have to fucking revolve around her because she just shines so fucking much, you know? Um, even uh... though that is not scientifically why the uh, the planets revolve around the sun. It's shining actually has very little to do with Charles, it. Charles learned science. He did. Science! Anyway, so. Uh, we go to Tennille Dashwood versus Jordan Grace. Yes, and of course we have Caleb with a K and Rachel Ellering. They're both there. And Jordan starts out really strong with the shoulder drive and like elbows her in the corner. And then did she do the dash boogie right off the gate? Did that happen? Because the commentators were talking about it, but I didn't see it. I didn't see it, but they talked about a lot of shit that didn't happen. I I actually have come to conclusion I think D'Lo Brown and Josh are actually worse than Josh and Madison. See, I just like I have a strong loathing for Madison, so but I just like Madison was real bad. Madison was real bad, but I think D'Lo Brown and Josh just bring out the even worse tendencies in each other. Now we have, but with this, with this match in particular, we have not only like huge issues with the commentators, but also with the sound people. Oh God, you noticed it too. How fucking the sound sounded like they were underwater. It did. We couldn't hear anything they were saying at the end, and it was just like, like this is the. This is exactly what we were saying would be stupid if it happened, where they just get a t-shirt and now they're feuding. Like, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, uh, uh, I mean, like, there's, there's just, before we get off the commentary, there's just so many little stupid fucking things. Like, they bring up Jordan Grace reaching a new lifting record and then not tell you what it is. Yeah, because they're like, oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Like, why would you bring it up then? Yeah, it's like they're looking for something. It's like they purposefully try and look for something that's not actually going on in the match to talk about. <laughs> Hell, they start talking about fucking Britt Baker later on. Yeah. When Britt Baker has never shown up in Impact once. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And they're they're, they're all like, oh, you know, let's, let's talk about, you know, Deanna Prazo and Britt Baker know each other. Well, do you think that there's any jealous? Like, why the fuck are you talking about I that? I think I was, like, very fortunate at that point where I didn't catch that. So maybe I was able to tune them out for a brief fleeting moment in time. Yeah, the, the more you can tune out the fucking commentators on Impact, the better. No, it's very true. It's very true. But they, I'd say that, like, 
you know, like you said in the last episode that, like, Tennille is actually starting to care. And you can see that definitely in this match. While yeah. still playing into the whole all about me thing. Um, yeah, because I, I did not see her do the dash woogie. And I almost get the feeling that she didn't do it. But Josh was hoping she would do it. So he started talking about it. Yeah. And then they had a full conversation about Noogie versus Woogie and how it's her Yeah. Thing. Like, what? what? Why? Yeah, Why? It's, it's utter... Uh, like, honestly, like, uh, someone needs to just fucking slap the commentators in Impact. Yeah. Just slap them. And not in a wrestling yeah. way. Like, really. No. Maybe beat yeah. the shit out of them. I won't do it. I'm innocent. And I've never done anything wrong in my entire life. Hmm. Yep. Ever. But, so let's talk, uh, let's do something the commentators didn't do and talk about the yeah, match. Yeah, so I love how, like, <laughs> so... I love how Jordan just, like you know, catches her crossbody and just kicks her in the face, clotheslines her twice, and then um, uses her hand to pick her up and then does the timber thing, which I didn't realize that was what that was called. And then did the half Nelson into the, like, weird propeller, weird fucking awesome thing. <laughs> I feel, I watching that, I feel like if she starts doing that when there's an audience there, that will really get people into her. Yeah. You know, like like how people get into Cesaro when he does the spin or the UFO. Yeah. You know, like people love shit like that. So I think like she's because I've never seen her do it before. And if she makes that a regular thing, uh, once the crowds are back, I think that'll be very popular for I her. I agree. You get people counting how many rotations she does of the person or, you know, all that sort It'll of fun more stuff. People love Jordan Grace. Yeah. Even though it seems like they're trying to turn Jordan Grace heel. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You know, which I don't, which I I don't necessarily think is a good idea in any no. way, shape or form. You got too many heels on impact. Maybe she can join up with fucking Susan and Kimberly and hang out with them. Well, like it, it could maybe head that way because then Tennille will take yeah. Rachel and Rosemary yeah. will take Havoc and Fire and Flavo will just talk shit about everyone. And yeah. then they will still, even though those are like changes in impact, they'd still be stale as fuck. Well, the good, the good thing is, is that, I mean, I'm pretty sure at least one of the women who got fired by the WWE in May is going to show up in impact. You know, I mean, it, it makes the most sense for the Iconics to show up there. 100%. Because it's the only place, the only place with a tag title. Yep. You know, and it and Chelsea Green was always very big over there. Right. In fact, when Chelsea Green left to go to NXT, she was still champion. Oh, yeah, that's true. I remember you told me yeah. that. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, they they and it, although, as I said, it's weird because it seemed like with Taylor Wilde, they were trying to refresh things. And then Taylor Wilde was kind of like, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to disappear. Where did she go? I don't know. I feel she's on like milk cartons right now. Fuck. And then, and then they were they were freshening things up with Kylie Ray, and then Kylie Ray had her breakdown. Uh huh. And now Kylie Ray's in the NWA. It's so nuts. So I feel like they were, tr you know, I feel like this is why they're stale because they had three people that they were obviously building up, and then lost them. Those three, yeah, they lost those three people, and I feel like they they don't have good enough writers to. To, to, like, improv when they lost who they had. Just how, like, how WWE, like, circles through writers, like, every two weeks. I wish Impact would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I really 
do. I really do. But you know what? Getting back to the match, because nobody else has talked about it, is um, that I, I think that they both did good things. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing that... Thank you, Martha like, Stewart. <laughs> what? Thank you, Martha Stewart. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good things. I am Martha Stewart. No, I'm not. I'm you just know, you know what? myself. You know what? You know what kept sticking out to me? It seemed like someone's hair was coming out because everyone kept picking hair off their off their hands and in their mouth. Really? Yeah, hmm. I noticed Tennille doing it a bunch, and then Jordan Grace did it a few times. I didn't notice that. I love that. That's our big and, takeaway. I didn't notice that. That's so crazy. Yeah. Um. But there was a crossbody by Tennille. Um. You know. Uh. When, I love when Jordan Grace just picked her up in the middle of it. Yeah. For the fall away slam. Um, you know, and then we got the really angry Jordan uh, bomb from the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the sleeper hold by Jordan and Caleb goes on the apron and Rachel trips him. But then for no reason, Jordan starts yelling at her for tripping Caleb. Yeah, well, she's, uh, you know, and she's just like, I don't need your help. I've got this. And Rachel's like, the fuck did that come from? Yeah, no, I mean, it made no sense. Yeah. It really made no sense. It just made Jordan look like she's like, like, like out of her mind. Yeah. No, it really did. It really did, and it made me sad because they just got a T-shirt. Yeah, um, I feel really dumb. I'd feel really dumb if I were one of the like the three people who bought that shirt this week. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure it was at least five people. That's insulting, Charles. Anyway, I wrote. You know, I wrote. Rachel's trying to help. Uh oh, spaghetti. Oh, they fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Tennille ends up winning, and then Jordan Grace goes and gives the Michinoko driver to uh, Caleb. Yeah, and I wrote, why can't we hear them? We can't hear them. No, because apparently the mics were underwater or something. I'm like, they're not mic'd, or they're just, like, thinking maybe the commentators will say something. So, because the commentators always say something when the wrestlers say something. Yeah, no, I actually went and, like... Listen to other wrestling shows after hearing this because I was like, "Is all wrestling sound this bad? Have I just never noticed it before?" Oh no, that was just bad. Yeah, yeah. So we have Fire and Flava versus Kimberly and Susan for the uh, the knockout tag team uh, championship. Yeah, and I'm just—I mean, you know what? They all did cool things, okay? But we've seen it so many times that I don't. That I don't care it was interesting to see susan not in like weird dress clogs but in sneakers that mm-hmm. was new um uh i did think about to susan's defense how hard it must be to wrestle in a blazer and dress pants and a button down like that must suck yeah she no kind of agree- she agreed to that i mean i said i said that when she first wrestled and i'm like wait she's gonna wrestle in the blazer yeah it's ridiculous you know, it's, we saw and, the same moves from Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles, and they were both really good. Yeah, you know, and and at one point Josh talked about how yeah, you know, um, you know, uh, Tasha and Kiera, uh, you know, if we took our headsets off right now and stopped doing commentary, they could do commentary in their own match. And I thought, oh, don't tease me that way, Josh. I know. I was like, I even wrote down. <laughs> I was like, that'd be great. Please do that. Yeah, like, please don't tease me with you no longer doing fucking commentary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially with two people with as much fucking personality as Tasha Steeles and Kiara well, Hogan. It would be so entertaining. Why don't they have some of the wrestlers on commentary? I don't understand. That would at least make it bearable. Uh, I 
think that they'd probably have to be in the same room. What do you in the same? Because I don't room? think. Yeah, I don't think Impact does the commentary uh, live. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Ew! 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 Why? Uh, I guess they use COVID um, as a a reason for now, but let's put it this way. What does it say about Impact that the main event was not done? The main event didn't have commentary by by Josh and D'Lo. Oh. They actually brought in different fucking commentators for the uh, main event. Really? Yeah. The fuck? Like, that should say something about how even Impact realizes these people fucking suck. Yeah. You know. So, uh, the end of this match just got really sloppy, where there's a superplex by Susan. Uh, but she wasn't legal. Yeah. Um, and then there was a roundhouse kick, a really cool-looking roundhouse kick by Kiara Hogan. Kimberly starts yelling at Susan. Then there's a swanton on Kira by Kimberly. Um, Tasha with a missile drop kick to Kimber and then a frog splash to Susan for the win. Mm-hmm. And after uh, and Kira did like a shake rattle and roll first to uh, to Susan. I love. I did like the ending a lot. Yeah, I was like, oh, so it seemed like there was like a series of moves that were like deserving of a win instead of just utter chaos, which was is most matches in Impact. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, and then finally we have a match for the Impact, uh, the Knockout Champion, uh, Rosemary uh, versus Diana Peraza. I did really enjoy how Rosemary was, like, um, just really strong right out the gate. Um, isn't, it, isn't it funny, by the way, I've always been complaining about them talking during Rosemary, and this is the first time they shut up and let her talk, and it's when the audio is so fucked that I couldn't even hear what she was yep. saying. Mm-hmm. Had no clue. Have absolutely yeah. no clue. Yeah. But yeah, no, Rosemary started off like rabid in this match, pretty much. She was. And it was it was really great. I just feel like I don't know. I feel like Rosemary is such a solid character and she's got it down packed and she's an incredible wrestler, but I, I still feel like she deserves something more that she's not getting. And I don't mm-hmm. know what that is necessarily yet. Of course, like the title would be great, but like but I don't know. I don't know. Because she's given these opportunities, but she's just, like, still shy of something or not quite exactly what I feel like every, every, that she's not quite everything she could be. And I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I'll continue to think about that. But it's just, it's kind of been bothering me. It was bothering me during this match, too. Mm. Um, but she is really, really great. She sells pain so well. Um, mm-hmm. Deanna was, of course, I mean, she's just, like, it's interesting because, like, people who are always consistently solid, who we don't necessarily have a negative opinion about, we're just like, yeah, she was great because she's always great. Yeah. Yeah, no, Diana. Diana always does good work, even if I've seen her and definitely seen her in matches where there's no chemistry. Mm-hmm. But she still does good work. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. I like how she like, just, like, I- yells at the ref. The ref yells back. It's just like... You know, I'm entertained whenever Deanna Brazo is wrestling. Yeah, I really loved her taking off Rosemary's knee brace. Well, that was fucked up. That's when I was like, oh shit, we have a match. Honestly. Yeah. That's, um, and I love the ref being like, drop the knee brace! Drop it! Like, she's <laughs> a dog. 
thought yeah. that was hilarious. So, and and then she's kicking Rosemary in the chest, and I love Rosemary coming up like a fucking monster. No, exactly, exactly. That was, and they called it insurrection. Yeah. Which I was like, wait, that's not even a move, and they got a name? That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. So, so she does a spear to Diana, mm-hmm. but then uh, Rosemary, uh, she puts Diana on her shoulders, but her knee gives out. Mm-hmm. And uh, Diana um, kicks her knee, and then there's a pal driver, driver, which I could have sworn she called La Cosa Nostra or something like a couple months ago. Yeah, she did. Yeah, which they didn't mention now. No. No. <laughs> but I could have sworn that's what they named it a couple months ago. No, they did. They absolutely did. Yeah. Like, they were yeah. listing off her, like, her moves and their titles, and they didn't say that. And I was like, even I, me, who still doesn't fucking know jack shit compared to so many people, was like, no, that's La Costa, no- La Costa Nostra. Like, I'm like, yeah. what are you guys, you guys are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I'll I'll say though that's been one of the joys of this show is you know forty two weeks in, hearing all the wrestling like insider terms that you use now is so so rewarding to I me. I was thinking about it. I was thinking back to earlier episodes, and I was just like, I would be like, she does this thing, and I'd be like hesitant to talk. And now, yeah, I'm- it would be like she. She did, like, a flying vagina attack, and now, like, you'll know, like, oh, it's a hurricane rata, and, you know, like... Or I'd just say flying... Well, now I'm always gonna say flying vagina attack, you know that, right? <laughs> no, but I'm just, like, and now I'm, like, well, I fucking hate this, and I fucking hate in the name, move, 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 and fuck this, yeah. and I'm so sick of this. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and I love how... how how much you've, like, learned and gotten into it. And I think that that's, like, one of my favorite parts of doing this with I you. I am not his student to everyone listening. Uh, no! I swear. No, not at all. <laughs> I swear. I am, not, I am not Lance Storm. I just, <laughs> like, as, as someone who's been into this for, you know, since he was, like, eight, nine years old, it's always fun to see, like, other people... You know, it's, like, that's the thing. It's, like, I, you're not my student, but you've been learning, but not for me from your own like absorbing this and watching mm-hmm. it and stuff. It and is ultimately you know, your fault though. <laughs> well, obviously. Everything is ultimately my fault. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, let's go to NXT Takeover. In your home. <laughs> In your hizzy. In your I, you fucking wrote that. That was hilarious. Yes. It, as the kids say when they're uh doing their uh drip or whatever. I can't believe that you learned like kid jargon before I did. I've, <laughs> I've got several years less of life than you have. Um It officially translates drip officially translates to swagger. Oh. Which is also which, a fucking slang term. <laughs> but I'm i I'm sorry, swagger is such a cooler term than drip. Yeah. Drip drip literally just sounds like you have fucking chlamydia or something. Like swagger sounds like, yeah, I'm walking down the street and I got my fucking bling and all this shit. Like drip is just like, oh man, don't fuck him. You're gonna have to go to the clinic. You're gonna have the drip. Yeah. Like, oh no. Like that that Do you have the like drip? Like that yeah. Yeah, like that feels like some like what fucking, you know, soldiers in like nineteen like forty two would call like something they got after going to like a brothel in Normandy or something. Yes. Specifically in Normandy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do so love my people, let's, I do. Yes. Yeah, so let's go to well, you know that they used to call um gonorrhea the French disease, right? Yeah, I know. 
Yeah, fucking. Have you ever seen those? The letters from George Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where he complained that his soldiers had the French had the disease. French disease. I know it's fucking awesome. <laughs> anyway, let's go to uh... <laughs> this is a history lesson by CL Squared Productions. <laughs> you, you people have no idea how much you learn when listening to us. We've, true. You've just learned. You've just learned that you know Goddard used to call the French disease. You last week you learned the plot of Boy Meets World. I know. Like, you, like you're welcome. Yeah, exactly. We we are providing quality sports enter edutainment. Edutainment <laughs> is that a word? Yes. It should be. Yes, it is. It's a better word than drip. Oh God! But, so yeah. yeah so that, this is this is um. Might as well call your. Might as well just use moist while they're at it. If they're going to use drip, moist is a better word. It definitely is. It's a less. It's a less cringy word. It's less than drip. yucky. Drip is yucky. Yeah. You don't want the drip. No. Moist. Take your drip out anyway. on here. Just take it away. So let's go to Zia Lee versus Mercedes Martinez. Um, okay. Zia Lee. So, well, Zia Lee coming out dressed like Chun-Li from Street Fighter I thought was really cool. She looked so good. Oh, yeah. She looked so good. I was like... Holy fuck, what is going on? <laughs> this is so good. And I even, I didn't realize it was who it was from Street Fighter, but I said, I wrote Tekken instead. I was like, it's like someone out of Tekken. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it, she was amazing. I just, I can't, uh, 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 fuck. I saw, I couldn't, I even wrote several times. It was like, I cannot get over the way that she looks. It's so great. Mm-hmm. It's so great. This match was awesome. Yeah. It really, really was. I'm like, what weapon was that? I have no idea. It looked like a it looked like a fantasy weapon. It looked like something you'd see in a video game. Yeah, I'm like, was this like, custom made for this purpose? Yeah, it looked like a giant serrated razor or something. Yeah, dead. Yeah. Fucking nuts. But um yeah, it starts off real aggressive, like Yeah, she is like going her on right at her. her ribs on the apron. Yeah. And just like did like a hard backdrop and just like oh slaps her super hard uh, mercedes gets a suplex in but like zaya wraps herself around her and like crushes her ribs more throws her into the post um and i wrote <laughs> she wraps mercedes around the post and pulls on her ow what the fuck that's what I wrote. <laughs> um and then i wrote for the first time i cannot get over zaya's hair <laughs> yeah um and I love how she just, like, slaps slaps around her, like, just toys with her, taunts her. Throws her into the turnbuckles a couple of times, drop kicks, or just, like, is dominating this powerhouse of a woman that is Mercedes Martinez. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's so, it's so good. So she kicks the post. Um, Well, well, she didn't kick the post on purpose. No, like, no. Yeah. Mercedes got out of she the way. She was trying to kick Mercedes. Yeah, yes. and, and Mercedes got out of the way. I was getting there. She got out of the way. And she really, it seemed like she actually fucking hurt her shin. Or she's really good at selling that stuff. But um, I wrote, ouchies, it hurts me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Mercedes is, like, now in it. She does the royal butterfly. Um, throws Zaya into the Yeah, well, well we, should also, we should also remark on the fact that Zaya almost got counted out after uh, hurting her leg. Yeah. Like, she got back in at nine. It was nine. It was yeah. nine. I didn't write that down, but I remember being like, is this really going to go this way? You know, I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, if anyone's really going to beat 
or like break Xylee's undefeated streak. It might be Mercedes just to build it up more. But I honestly feel if Mercedes had won, it would have killed Zaya's momentum here. Well, yeah, it would have. But based on how things are going on the main roster, you never know. Well, yeah, but don't go by that. Yes, but I did. I did, yeah, Charles. I mean, it's tri- done. <laughs> tri- Triple H actually brought back Samoa Joe um, on tonight's uh, episode. Oh, no way. Yeah, and he got fired like the, like two days after doing commentary on, and, on Mania by the main roster. That's so fucked up. And they brought him back to NXT. Apparently, there's been so many cases where Triple H didn't even know that they were firing people that he personally, like, negotiated to bring in. Thank God. Thank God. for No, NXT is by far my favorite thing to watch. Yeah. Every week, consistently. Yeah, yes. so don't, like... And, you know, like, the thing is, NXT does not go through writers the way that um, the main I roster... I know! Does. I just said it for entertainment purposes. I'm not an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm also not his student, everyone. He's not actually yeah. teaching me right now. Yeah. He's just not everyone understands my sense of humor all the time, and that's totally fine. But it's really nice that Mercedes has a move called the Royal Butterfly. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I'm a beautiful butterfly, and I am flying away from this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying at bad segues now, too. But so she's like, Don't she's stop. back in it. Mercedes is in this, is in this. And I love how she uses the strength of her neck to, like, lift Zaya mm-hmm. onto the ropes, or onto the turnbuckles, and, like, hit her and then carries her on her back to do the, cliff, to, to the cliffhanger. It was just, it, it was awesome. And they did, like, a jumping knee to her jaw. And Boa's just like, gotta save my girl. <laughs> <laughs> Which is super cute. Um... Uh, so Boa intervenes, and then Mercedes pushes him out of the way to get, to go for Zaya, but Zaya goes for Mercedes, and then Mercedes does what looks like a cliffhanger again, or something similar. Um, and, and then I wrote, what a crazy spinning, jumping knee type thing, I don't know what it is, but it's really cool that, um, (laughs) that Zaya wins to, (laughs) that Zaya pins M with to win. Wow, cool, awesome. I love her hair. That was my note, and it was all in one line. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that like that match Zaya looked great in it. Yeah. Like that was the best she's looked so far. Definitely. Um so she orders Boa to give her a chair and she's uh now keep in mind one of the things I really that we really didn't mention here is that Zaya could barely walk during most of this match. It's true. It was one of those things where they definitely played off the whole storyline of her being taught to withstand pain. To ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because she still managed to win, even though she could barely stand up, which I thought was a really cool storytelling. Yeah. Um, so she gets the chair, and uh, she's about to hit Mercedes with it, but Mercedes kicks her in the knee. Mm-hmm. And Mercedes gets the chair, and she hits Boa, and then she hits Zaya, and then she hits Boa. And then, uh, you know, Zaya crawls out of the ring, and the lights start up, but then stop, and then... Mercedes yells at Mei Yang uh, that she isn't scared, and she's like, "What was the line?" Oh, but Did you, you forget—you forget, you forget said? that before that, the Mercedes says to Zaya that, "Like, you want to take me out? I'm gonna break your neck." <laughs> I love that she just yeah. came out and said that. But no, she says. So Mei Yang gets up and she says, "You want to go, bitch? Let's go." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so fucking awesome. Um, and I was like, 
Oh, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I can't believe this is happening. Like, I was so giddy about it that the dogs thought I was talking to them. Aww. <laughs> yes. Yes, Gert, I love you. Um, the, um, so this was like, I don't know. I like, I was like grabbing onto my computer armchairs. Computer, no, computer armchairs. Com- computer chair Computer armchairs. Arm <laughs> <laughs> I cyborg. Um, but yeah because this was really really cool she just like takes a step towards mercedes and then she keeps going mercedes grab or no she grabs mercedes by the neck and like brings her um to her knees and mercedes throws the chair at her and then she's back at the neck and then i love how like in the it's like such a small space in between the ramp and where the gate and the barricade is, mm-hmm. but somehow like somehow Mei Ying just like threw her into that little it's like throwing her into her grave is what it seemed like. Yeah, that was really cool. It was with creepy. like one hand. One too. hand. Yeah. It was really, really Who is that person? Who is that person? Uh Karen Q, who is uh she uh was uh she broke um one of her legs. And couldn't wrestle for like a year. Oh. Um, but now that she's able to, um, this is the character they brought her back as. Oh. She was in a tag team with Zia Lee before she broke her leg. Oh. And in the 2018 Mae Young Classic, they have a match against each other. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, then we have a commercial that I was really amused by. We, I th- just think with the WWE Shop Zone commercial has to be mentioned just because of Hit Row. Show it up. <laughs> I, I was really amused at them just showing up there and like fucking advertising their shit. Advertising, I was like, actually, maybe I'd buy something. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're breaking up anytime soon. They can have all the shirts. Yeah. yeah. And then how they give them a fucking like a vinyl of the song. Because we know you got something to play that on, BFAB says. And I'm like, yeah, that's hilarious. Well, well, because the joke is that he was like one of the WWE announcers in the 90s. Well, no. Yeah, I get it that he's just old. Because yeah. they said yeah, Top yeah. Dollar was like, you know, because you haven't been popular since 96. I yeah. love that. <laughs> that was awesome. It made me really happy. Yeah. It really did. Yes. So um, we now go to uh, the uh, women's uh, t- title. With Ember Moon versus Raquel Gonzalez. Um, I just, like, again, before we even get into it, like, Ember Moon, like, she just keeps, like, surprising the shit out of me. And I think that this is the best I've ever seen her. Mm-hmm. She was just so good. She was just so fucking fantastic the entire time. She starts off so strong. Just, like, even when she, like, was, like, getting planted by Raquel. Like, even when she was, like, time after time after time realized that she can't, like, actually... Time after time. Go on. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) But my heart will go on. What? Uh, Well... This is now just, like, a song title off, everyone. (laughs) Um, But I really... Timey kangaroo downsport. So let's uh... <laughs> no. So how she just like kept trying and trying and trying even after like Raquel just would not go down and eventually she did it. It's just ah, uh, Ember Moon and of course Raquel was also fantastic in this. And I also can I also say I loved Dakota Kai's outfit. That was so great. Mhm. That was awesome. That was awesome, awesome, awesome. And she did Ember Moon what I think like 
first she did this thing that I think she did last. Didn't she do it in the last episode? Where she, she did the modified of, she, eclipse? Yeah, for the modified yeah. head scissors getting out of Raquel's one-arm power bomb. Yeah, that was awesome. I love that she did that. This is just a really co- I, I I have like eight pages of these notes, actually. Um, yeah, no, this was a great match. This is... um. It's really, it was really entertaining. I'm like, I'm trying to pick. I'm like, what were my favorite things? And I'm like, I'm just going to sit here for five minutes and decide. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, um, at a, one point we got this cool top rope co- code breaker from Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she did the eclipse and it looked like she might have beaten Raquel. And the, but Dakota um, threw Raquel's leg on the ropes. Oh, well, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. And then Shotzi returns. Shotzi returns. I just like, I I mean, before that, I just love that, like, Ember has to do, she does the eclipse twice, you know, Mm -hmm. like, that's just so, like, she realizes how strong her opponent is, and then is like, well, I'm not giving up, I'm gonna go fucking do it again, and I, she would have had her, but, like, I feel like that's just, like, that was really cool that Dakota did that, just for, like, audience sake, like, I, I, like, went, whoa! Yeah, and she did that cool that cool DDT on the ramp. Yeah, that was amazing. That was amazing. And but which meant that she had to drag Raquel back in, which like and at she the can't same time, drag her. She had to like push yeah. her and then roll her. Yeah, that was crazy. And I loved her like yeah. hand on her chin. I love like after that when like when she kicked out, Ember's just like hand on her chin, like in the look on her face, like what the fuck. It was amazing, mm-hmm. and then that turned into the snarl that I love so much. Yeah, and, and then Raquel, of course, caught her, picked her up, but caught Ember her in the middle of the it. fucking eclipse. Yes, like at one point. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So she gets out of it, but um, Raquel hoists her up, throws her into the turnbuckles. Snake eyes, is that what it's called? Yeah. Then did a power yes. bomb to uh, pin her and keep the. And I wrote, "Wow, that was awesome," because it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was a very good match. That was the best match that I've ever seen Ember Moon have. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. And uh, it was just just overall great all all around. All around, great all around. Timey down, timey kangaroo down. And and then we also um and finally there was the uh the men's five way where um Mm -hmm. Scarlet kind of disappeared. Um, yeah, she went. Where did she go? She disappeared. I think she went. I think she went like right back to the locker room or whatever. Well, we've never seen that. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed she didn't do that. Yeah, that she did that. Um. I did find it funny how there was so much fog when she came out that we couldn't see her anymore. Yeah. There was a shit that were like, give them more fog. Or they had a new fog see, guy. That's what I want to think. See, if she was going to go back to the locker room, that would have been the funniest time to do it. When the fog was so thick, you couldn't even see her. It's yeah. Like she so doesn't it just even looks show like up for di- the intro. So it looked like she disappeared into the fog. Yeah, that would She went awesome. into the ring and then just like dissipated as the fog rolled in. That would make the most sense. Yeah, I do like the the end of the match though with a uh, cross fucking with a uh, fucking O'Reilly as a submission on Cole, and then Carrion Cross grabs O'Reilly. Yeah, puts a sleeper on O'Reilly and he's just out. Yeah, and I love that Carrion Cross has been talking now about how because he did fight, you know, some really iconic NXT people in it. Yeah, you know Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. Um, and, uh, you know, Pete Dunne and Kyle O'Reilly. And he said that he has punched a hole through NXT's Mount Rushmore. I love that. Uh, yeah, isn't that awesome? 
I love that so very much. Yeah. Like, I, I, that, that was, I don't know if he came up with that line or somebody came up with him for him, but whoever did deserves a raise. Yes, agreed. Because that's such a great line. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, that makes me I happy. Also, I also love, um, the beginning of this match, Johnny Gargano walking past Dakota and Raquel fighting with Shotzi and Ember yeah, backstage. Yeah, that was awesome. That was really cool. Yeah. I lo- and I also, yeah. back in that match, I love how Shotzi threw Dakota into the potted plants. Yes. That was awesome. Yes. Um, and of course, at the end, we had William Regal looking very sad and, and upset about all the chaos that's happening. Yeah. So, and just, so he says, maybe there's like, it's time for a change after seven years since he's been GM. So I don't know. I mean, I know because I spoke about it earlier, <laughs> what happens, but you will have to, you'll have to wait till uh, NXT airs to get the full picture. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my peacock still isn't working. I don't know what's going uh, on, guys, but you need sucks. you need to go to a you need to go to your urinologist if your peacock isn't. Working. No, my drip is uh, fine. My drip is okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, oh God, all these terms. Anyway, uh, so Chelsea, what was your favorite match of the two pay per views? My favorite match, I think, was. Um, but I'm really torn between Mercedes and Zaya and Ember and Raquel, but I think I have to give it to Ember and Raquel. I just love it. All right. It. And who, and who is your wrestler of the weekend? <laughs> you thought about that. Uh, you thought, see what I did there? You thought about that. <laughs> um, Tennille Dashwood, a hundred percent. All right. No, I, I wasn't. <laughs> Um, Sorry, I inscribed it in stone. Now you've given it to Tennille. It's all about her. It's all about, uh, all about me. I loved Ember Moon in this. I loved Ember Moon this yeah. week. I need to give it to her. Yeah. Um, I'm My match of the weekend is going to be Ember Moon versus Raquel Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. But my wrestler of the week is going to be Zia Lee. Because she, she just it. looked fucking amazing and was great. Yeah, she was amazing. I have, I have nothing bad to say, and I love that they're taking a homegrown talent like that and making her a star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, so yeah, that was our pay-per-view special. Yes. Yay. And the future special. is B T B T B. We need to find a way to work that into a sentence though, Chelsea. It's, it is a sentence. <laughs> I guess, but not a good sentence. No, um, that's fine. So, uh, where can people find you, Chelsea? Chelsea Dauntlessage on Instagram. And where can people find you, Sir Charles? They can't. I didn't think so. Anyway. I can hardly ever yeah. find him either. <laughs> yes, exactly. I am elusive. Yes, omnipresent, but, but ever elusive. Yes. Um, I guess you could find me at charles.d.lincoln on Instagram, but only sometimes. Only occasionally, yes. Yes, I send him memes all the time, and then he's just like, I'll be like, you have to check your memes, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then... I could what? do this all day. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> and then you can find us together at CL Squared Productions, on the YouTube, the Facebook, and at the Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And also at anchor.fm slash CL Squared Productions, where you can find our Cinematic Autopsy podcast. Mm-hmm. As well as the podcast where people who are friends of Charles and only Charles. Um, I'm gonna fucking kill you. I know where you are live, interviewed. <laughs> They're my friends too. Yeah. So far. 
Um, not all of them. Some of them you don't know. Some of them are from Canada. <laughs> I'm French Canadian. Doesn't matter. Wait, Casey. And don't brag about I know that. Casey. She's the only one in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so listen to that, everybody. Um, but uh, and then you can also find Beyond the Bell on Z Twitter. Uh, um, Beyond Z as in zebra, Bell as in Beyond the Bell. Yes. You know how we fucking uh, smell e. it. How we smell with it. How we e. smell it. Uh, <sighs> see, it's one of those phrases the kids say when they're dripping. I think the drip just got to me, man. Yes. Yes. Wow. Uh, so, yes, uh, this has been us. Um, until uh, next time. And next time, of course, will be the future. And the future is B. T. B. See? I did it. I am the Segway God. Yes, you deserve a medal. I deserve a Segway. I deserve one of those little fucking Yeah, no, that's uh, what I fucking said scooters. yesterday with, with the yes. crowd around. But, like, you make it, like, this hilarious thing where it's just, like, he's the Segway king. And you're just going super yeah. slow on a Segway with, like, a deadpan yeah. face and there's a crown around it. It's perfect. Yes, exactly. But now I've, I've graduated to, de- to the Segway god. Okay. So it's got to have wings on it. Wings? I was going to think like a giant Zeus beard or something. Golden wings on my Segway. Golden. Yes, you deserve the world, Charles. All right. Yes, I'm so I much do. nicer to you than you are to me. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> we, should, we need to take a trip to Segway City down in Austin, Texas, um, who are not, by the way, paying us for this, adver- for this advertisement. Um, but, uh, it is a real store that I saw when I was in Texas and I was just like, are there that many people who need a fucking Segway down here that they have their own goddamn outlet? But I guess there is. I need one. Yep. We should go to Segway City and then we'll be able to ride that ride in style. Because you can't get a Segway anywhere other than Texas. Exactly. Exactly. But you know where you can, you know where everyone will have a Segway, Chelsea? In the future. Yes. And the future is B-T- Woohoo! Bye everyone! Alright, we'll see you guys next time. Bye! <laughs>